0: Hey guys, welcome back to the talk. I'm your host Robert.
1: I'm your host Ingrid.
0: And today we are talking about family, um, and one of the families we're talking about is a family of four: Carl Cherry's family. Shout out to Gideon and Eliza.
1: Sweet baby Sweet Gideon. Babies. He's a little. We're also going to be talking to Matt Armendariz. We got him back. He is also a family of four with Russell and Addie, his two dogs. Dogs.
0: <laughs> I just remember their dogs.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we're also going to be talking about, um, just like families nowadays, like what's a modern family, um, because I think it looks very different in the world, because a very picture perfect family, which we'll get more into this, is family of four, boy and girl, raised in church, like all of these things, but now it's way more than that, and it's kind of very Not all families
0: work that way, but we'll, we'll dive into it soon.
1: Yeah, so we hope you enjoy our talk
0: hey what's up guys welcome back to the talk today we are sitting down with matt armanderas hey everyone and carl terry hey hey and today we're going to be talking about family i'm your host robert
1: i'm your other host ingrid
0: so let's talk about family what's up guys family family family
1: thanks for coming familiar this matt Good. again
2: hi uh,
0: yes. our second time
1: yes. how exciting I'm back. i'm back,
2: <laughs> I'm back. Finally got my Ember mug, oh, which so keeps good. my coffee warm oh. at a nice 137 degree temperature. Amen. This is not Matt,
3: sponsored. Nothing, nothing a sounds whole more week pretentious.
0: out of your 14 uh, day quarantine, how are yes, you feeling?
2: I feel fantastic. I've got my vitamin D. Oh, As you yes. can tell, look how brown I've gotten. Yes. <laughs> you know, I feel like a new person.
0: Amen. Carl?
1: So we are talking about some Rob? funny... <laughs>
3: <laughs> Ingrid, <laughs> totally, totally saying people's off. names. We're talking, about fi-
1: we're talking about family today, and so I wanted to hear a funny, because Carl, you have two of the cutest kids. Dude. They're something. They are so no, precious. I love them. They're awesome. And I need to hear an Eliza or Gideon story, or both, if you want to bless I us. I want a Dion story. Uh,
3: that's Gideon's nickname, a.k.a. Dion. Dion. Um, <laughs> so Dion, a.k.a. Gideon, he... <laughs> These are going to be personal <laughs> stories, but, you know, he doesn't do much right now. So a lot of things. How he, old is he? He's uh, two months old. Two and a half months old hey, now. Um but, uh, a little But the other baby. day, he, he has this thing where he's gotten really good at timing when he pees when I'm changing his diaper. <laughs> and it is impressive. <gasps> it's like a water fountain coming out. <laughs> and it's like, not like for like four or five seconds. It's like. 25 to 30 seconds. You let it keep yeah. going? Well, I, at first I didn't yeah, you know what to do. do. It was just I was just uh, scrambling, low suddenly, also, put the like, diaper back on and it's going everywhere. Bear, you're also, my, like, impressed and yeah. watch. Yeah. My, <laughs> my dog Bear, he doesn't know should he lick it up? Should he run away? Oh, he doesn't no. know.
2: Mark remark the territory. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Peace. This is like competition yeah, who's
3: uh, the of uh, the house. So, yeah, he he he's gotten his timing down uh, with that. Uh, Eliza, um she is learning how to say the word "sit." Oh, yes, yeah, "sit," which is a great word. But she has like a little lisp at the oh, beginning me. of her oh, word, yeah. and so it sounds like very different. And so, <laughs> I'm trying to help her learn. Those are <laughs> those are vastly different words. So we're we're uh, we're working through that in the Cherry Fam on uh,
1: "sit." How old is Eliza now?
3: She's uh, a year and a half. She'll be two in June, which oh. is nuts. Coming man. She's uh She's a blast, though. She's fun. Oh, my
1: gosh. She's her, so cute. Her and her little
2: boots. Yeah. She oh, loves her boots. Yeah. Those boots are good.
1: Matt, how long have y'all had Russ?
2: We've had Russell, who is, by the way, not a human being. He is our uh, <laughs> yes. Good, good
3: clarification.
2: <laughs> Just letting everyone know, uh, Russell is is not a human. Uh, Russell is also named after Russell Westbrook. He's
3: the size of a human, though.
2: Kind of, yeah. I mean, he's pretty hefty. He's a big, dog. He's he's a big dog. You know, he's what a golden doodle. He's a, oh, golden doodle. he's a golden doodle. So half golden retriever, half poodle. And we've had him for almost
3: four years. So... Okay. What is that in dog years?
2: How do By you find... 30, him?
3: right? Is it?
1: Ish. Isn't it like times... He's like seven. my age. Is it 7? Yeah. yeah. I
2: think it's time 7.
0: So, so almost 20?
4: 28. Almost. So, he,
2: so, he's your age. Basically. So, you and Russ... <laughs> like we said, borderline boomer. <laughs> yeah, Yeah, 30 like... 30
3: You're still old, in now. your 20s, but barely. I mean, you're right. hanging barely, on barely. to the young... Like, your hat's backwards right now, but like... Yeah. Once you hit 30... It's it's forward. Yeah, and you gotta like you gotta wear start wearing the. Hawaiian I feel like oh, for I sure. feel
1: like Russell is like an equal to Matt at camp. Like they yeah, are the same. A lot
2: of hyperactivity. <laughs> yeah.
4: Tackling people. Oh,
2: yeah. One one thing that happened um, during the quarantine is, uh, I'll try to be brief here. So in our neighborhood we have a couple of cats that just oh, no. kind of roam freely. Now. They're just outside cats because I guess cats can live outside and they'll like go back to their house because that's where they get food and water. But while we were in Spain, some kids in our neighborhood, not on purpose, but they put water and food at the edge of our yard at the end of the driveway oh for the cats. No. For, for this one cat in particular. So there was a cat, stray cat, no collar, nothing, was acting like it lived at our house now. Oh. Uh. And when Russell sees the cat, Uh, or any kind of other animal, he goes psycho. So (laughs) he's clawing at the window. It's Uh. it's horrible because it's probably my fault because when he sees a possum outside in the backyard at night, I let him out and I let him go and kill the possum or grab it and bite it or whatever. And so he thinks he can go and do that (laughs) with this cat. Well, it it drove me nuts. So I was like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Uh, I'm going to find a way to get rid of this cat. Um, So I picked it up. And I walked all the way down the street.
1: You went outside and picked up that the stray cat? cat. Yeah,
3: that nasty? Yes. Ugh. Please, all that. Probably Might have corona. corona. Yeah. Yep. Probably <laughs> coronavirus. Corona. I took
2: it all the way down the street, and I dropped it off, and I, like, ran back to my house. A <gasps> couple hours later, it's back in my driveway. Absolutely. Just, just oh, laughing sure. at it you. It just knows. Well, Hannah and I, because we had to get out of the house during the quarantine, so we would go, like, walk the dogs, or we'd go on walk. Uh, we'd go through the garage. Garage doors open. Um, I'm in the driveway with both of our dogs. Hannah's coming out through the door from the house into the garage. And she says, or she is coming out. And I say, hey, please make sure that you shut the door to the house. And she says, okay. uh, Don't worry about it like I did that. I said, all right. We go on a walk. We come back. The door into my house is open. Oh, no. And I said, Hannah, you need to stay right here. That cat is in our house. She said, no, it's not. No, it's not. I said, no, 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 no. That cat is in our house. Oh, no. So I go inside, and I immediately go in the guest bedroom. I just knew, because cats like to, like, get yeah. underneath the beds oh, and yeah. stuff. yeah. So I go, I, like, look under the bed. Boom. And there's a cat just staring at me. And oh. I was like, holy crap, this cat is the literally is, in our house.
1: This cat is a black cat.
2: It is a black cat. bad so it's That's a little, luck.
1: it's a, bit, a little bit creepy. It's, like, kind
2: of creepy, bad luck, you, you know, and stuff. <laughs> Threw some salt over my shoulder, get rid of it. Yes. And so I picked up this cat. <laughs> And we found a way to get rid of it. I'll just put it that way. <gasps> All the while, did not you
3: have a stew earlier this week? We did
2: have a stew, and it was very good.
1: With some different potions. Cat cat stew. <laughs> yeah, cat stew. Cat stew.
2: <laughs> no, we we found the cat a loving home, and so that's we, good. I thought of a joke. It was nice. Home. It let you hold it, right? Oh yeah, it, was it wasn't, very, it was wasn't very aggressive. Friendly, it was a very friendly cat. The so, problem well, was Russell bad. would have
0: killed it and destroyed Russell your house trying have to get uh, it.
2: Caused mayhem. So Chinese uh-huh. food. Yeah. All that to say. <laughs> That Russell is an absolute maniac. And that
3: he hey, you cover anything cook. in uh, Sesame or uh, General Sale? Tastes good.
2: That's so. true. Oh, man. I'm a Sriracha guy. Absolutely wild. <laughs> y'all are wild. <laughs> y'all are just crazy.
1: Oh, my gosh. So, um, talking about family, which y'all are crazy, which is hilarious, um, I actually have the definition. From uh, Lee Low a family and Stitch? Is, <laughs> not from Lilo and, mm. what, what they, Lilo and Stitch. What do they like, say in Lilo Stitch? Like, family is.
3: I do love big Disney. Disney guy. Um, you have to do aloha? No, not aloha. Oh, Ahana oh no. means family. And family means no one left behind. Yes, but in a Hawaiian like you like little a little stitch, stitch voice
2: voice, <laughs> and like we're not gonna like try to. Hawaiian do you roller coaster. I really want one of y'all like, like, to try. If Eliza
3: dressed up
0: like uh, she could Lilo.
3: be she's like a oh so uh, cute.
0: Like, if we're <laughs>
3: if we're out of quarantine by uh, Halloween, I thought I want to dress her up as a little baby Yoda. My
0: and Halloween, oh, go. my goodness! She could be Moana, and Judah could be Maui. Moana, but you're they go Ma- Halloween Ma- together. Make way, For make those way. who maybe
2: have never seen Robert before,
0: which, which if you're watching our YouTube, you do see if you this you right now. Watch <laughs> YouTube, you <laughs> see All you need. like All he needs is a little hook sword. I need some tattoos, like a lot of tribals, my whole body. Somebody yeah. get him
1: that necklace, the Maui
0: necklace. Oh, oh yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, but the definition <laughs> of a family. Back on track. <laughs> Back on track. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is a group consisting of parents and children living together in a household?
2: Seems very that's, basic. That sounds like a
3: definition. Very sounds definition like a, a
2: define <laughs> colon
1: family. That's, a, that's exactly what I did. I yeah. But how do we feel about that? Like, is that what a family is? I would um, say no. I don't
2: think so.
3: Well, I think because, like, our team, we're a team. We're all on the same st- student team. And we call ourselves a family all the time but we're obviously not blood related yeah but we i think like y'all did a podcast a few weeks ago about community and all that kind of stuff and Mm -hmm. i feel like your community a lot of times can be your family Mm -hmm. you know i'm just thinking of like the early disciples and they didn't necessarily have family family i don't at least not a bunch that we have recorded but they spent Mm -hmm. time together you know acts 242 and all that stuff and so i feel like if you are doing Community to kind of a to a next level. I think that kind of can be family in that sense. It seems you know? like
0: over the however many generations that family means blood, right? Like there's blood relation for you to be family. Um, but I think in a lot of relationships, um, family hasn't isn't necessarily that, right? So like especially like religiously, like, true. Do we have do we have we have the blood of Christ, right? Like on mm-hmm. the cross for us, but like. Like, do we have his blood? Do we share, like, uh, an actual blood right. relationship? No. Um, we, or, like,
3: call us the New Hope Church family. Like, yeah. hey, we're a church family. Yeah.
0: Um, and I know, like, from my perspective of family, I come from, like, a really broken home. I come from um, not knowing my dad, um, my stepdad not being, like, great to me, um, or my mom, my mom passing away when I was young, and then me moving with my aunt and uncle to Texas. And it just, like... I've always been moved and I've always had family in and out. And like, I didn't always mesh well with my aunt and uncle. I literally moved out of the house. I was in high school and I was 17 and like, and so my family has always been the community that I'm currently in. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether that's like my church family, whether that's like friends I longboard with or I play video games with, I've always found family in my direct community, my direct friendships that I'm already in. And I think part of that comes from like the hurt I've had in my past that I couldn't control mm-hmm. that when it's my friendships or my computer community, I can like kind of selfishly like choose who is my family or not. Right. It's true. It's not my family trying to choose me, right? It's true. Yeah. You don't choose
3: but your mom or your dad and a yeah. lot of times, right?
1: Yeah. Um it's I think biological. one reason why we decided to talk about this right now is because everything that's going on in this quarantine and this pandemic of what's happening Um, people are having to be stuck at home with their families and, um, really, even though like this is like the definition, um, everybody has a different view of what a family is. Mm -hmm. Like all four of us came from a completely different kinds of family, but yet we come together and we call each other a family. Like I know that y'all are like my brothers in Christ and stuff. And so, um, I came from a family that was raised in church. Mom and dad were always together still love each other a lot but also um being hispanic at least (laughs) because i know this is big for everybody but Uh hispanic in our culture it's a family is a very huge thing and we are always together all the time and if you're inviting one person you're inviting everybody Uh and um i'm very close to my cousins and i didn't realize that um Coming out or like talking to more people as I got older, that that's not a normal thing right, of, Like that's yeah. not a normal thing to be so close like brother and sister related to your cousins and right. so um, But it's also like a very normal thing in my life. And so we brought all of us on Here because I know like Carl you have a different view of family and you're in, currently in the process of making a family or yeah. you now have a family and so yeah. um, Family looks a little bit different for y'all and also like Rob you have one child and matt you are married but still don't have kids but you have dogs and i am still single and so Mm -hmm. we all all have different point of views and kind of wanted to bring in all our perspectives of what what that family looks like yeah
0: yeah absolutely
3: i think um family is one of those things that you almost don't realize outside of blood right you don't realize how close you are to somebody until something happens.
4: Mm. And
3: then you realize like the people you're closest to. And so maybe like for our students or parents or whoever's listening or watching like in this quarantine and you, y'all mentioned it in a podcast uh, that y'all had a few weeks ago about who you're closest to during the quarantine time, right? Mm -hmm. Or stay at home time. Like who are you still talking to? Who are you reaching out to? Who's reaching out to you? I think it kind of applies to the same way, like the friends that are reaching out to you, the friends that you long to see, the people you long to see are probably the ones that you may not be blood related, but are as close to family as really, those are the, the core group of people yeah. that you want to spend the most of your time with.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so what would you say about, or to students right now that are stuck in a home with their siblings and stuck at home with their parents and aren't actually that close Mm because um so like let's say let's go back in time of whenever we were in school and we were having to do this pandemic thing at home what would it look like in a way
3: and I know moms and dads are trying to be teachers now which right
1: bless
3: them yeah yikes and bless our teachers yeah
1: uh... teachers are underrated man yeah Yeah. Yeah.
3: and so I, I don't know I think I guess I think and y'all can speak to this too. we all we see students every week right yeah. and we love yeah. students and that's our passion 5th through 12th graders and i think you know there's a maturity that starts at puberty happens and then you get into high school and you start driving you become independent and we always talk to kids all the time and you know they want to move out of the house and they don't want to be around their parents anymore and yeah. and we all face that same thing yeah. in some variation and you know usually they just stay so busy with sports and academics and blah 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 that they don't have to be home or whatever mm. right now they're not and we know a lot of our, f- our people listening. their f- home life isn't great right, right. like things aren't great um, but I, I think the m- thing to remind at least for me that I try to remind people is like nine times out of ten your mom and if your dad's around your mom's around your siblings they really do love you they really do yeah. and they're not gonna be perfect and you're not perfect right right? like none of us are but they really do love you and i'm not saying there's some circumstances yeah that's like real off the wall but most of the time they care about you they want what's best for you you may not always see eye to eye but they do really care about you Mm -hmm. and it's just reminding yourself of that like they do love me my mom loves me even though she's being a stickler or she's making me do this and i don't want to do it or whatever it is they really do love you yeah for sure
2: Yeah, and I think that sometimes we can get really frustrated about our parents being like super strict or super like really tough on us and I remember I guess when I was in high school, you know, I had a curfew, I had rules, I had things like that and I don't think my parents were like the overly strict parents but they weren't super, super lax either. Yeah. And I think I was, I'm I'm the oldest so they were just trying to figure it out and Mm -hmm. a lot of times parents are just trying to figure out what what the heck they're doing because they have no idea. I mean. You guys can speak to that, too. Mm-hmm. Like you're raising a, you're raising kids, and so you, you don't know, necessarily. No uh, Three-year-olds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that, like, Judah. rules, like, aren't necessarily even a bad thing. Because, like, think about it. Like, I love basketball. Um, that's my favorite sport to watch. I think it's incredibly entertaining. I'm super sad that we don't have the NBA right now. <laughs> nope. And um, wow. really missing that. And yeah. Think about if you're playing basketball, like everyone knows the rules, even if you've never played before. You have to dribble the ball. You can't just run with the ball like it's a football, or you can't kick it like it's a soccer ball. But just imagine if you're trying to play basketball and there's zero rules. You can truck people, tackle people, stiff arm people. Oh, you Robert. can just do whatever. I've seen Robert play I mean, basketball. You can play <laughs> basketball how Robert <laughs> plays basketball.
3: Robert will take his elbow, put it into your chest, yeah, you're oh. done. and you're flying three feet back. You have back. a cracked cloud. Yeah. Which you do.
2: So it's like, imagine if you played basketball <laughs> like that, it, it really wouldn't fulfill, like, the purpose that right. the game is. So it's yeah. like, your parents, like, are giving you rules and guidelines and things because they're trying to help you be who God's created you to yeah. be, help you be Absolutely. the best person that you could be. And, man, they're not perfect, but yeah. neither are you. Uh, neither are we. <laughs> sure. Good Amen. reminder. Yeah. yeah, we just, it's hard. And I, I get it. I know it can be frustrating. Mm-hmm. And, and
0: it's like, every age every time you go through something or you grow up that means that's a new place where your parents have to grow up yeah right, right. and so like it's so weird because it's like man like me and Judah really good spot this month right okay Judah learns how to do something new yep and I'm like well now I have to pair it completely differently you yeah. right so he goes to bed every night he doesn't sleep in a crib he sleeps in, sleeps in a big boy bed and um, and so what we do he won't wake us up in the morning yeah. anymore he'll just get up and turn the tv on because he knows how to use alexa i'll be like alexa turn on youtube on the tv i come out he was watching rap videos uh, thank you so much, wild Amazon, yeah. and he'll <laughs> like be trying to get his own food all kinds of stuff and so i reversed the lock on his door so i could lock it from the outside it's just like a generic twist lock and my man he has he has like play plastic tools and so on the other side you usually take a screwdriver to unlock it from the other side. He found his sh- screwdriver in his toy box. He <laughs> unlocks his door with a screwdriver and he came into our room, went and got Maya's nail polish without waking us up. Amen. And oh then painted his toes. <laughs> but on the coffee table. Oh, even better. And so like the paint is in between his toes, it's all over the coffee table. Maya wakes up, she's like, "Why does the house smell like nail polish?" Goes Judah's up watching TV painting his toenails. <laughs> yes. He's like, <laughs> he's like booklet. he's like Aren't my toenails cute? <laughs> oh gosh. like Judah. Aww. And Maya then tries to take nail polish remover to our coffee table, tears up the finish. Yikes. Oh yeah. Yep. That's tough. But yeah. Pause. Awesome. Um, <laughs> um yeah. Every time Judah like learns something new, it's like I have to learn how to be a new parent. Yeah. Um, which is like a struggle for me because then it's like now I'm being harsher with Judah. Sure. I'm being more strict. Mm. Um, I've learned with Judah, like, you can't give him chances. He doesn't listen. I send him to his room now. He doesn't care if he goes to his room because his toys are in there. And so he'll go in there for 30 seconds, play with toys, I'll let him out, and he's like, okay, I'm just going to go back to not listening. Okay, not well, back. now I take away your TV. I take away something. Like, yeah. And now he thinks I'm, like, the horrible discipliner. I'm like, I'm just trying to teach
2: you. Yeah. yeah. And it's, see, you don't realize, like, we would probably all had that attitude towards our parents or whoever was raising us. Of, oh, like, yeah. You, why are you so mean? Why do you, like, right. you're so tough on me. But at the same time, looking back, it's like, man, I'm thankful like, I'm thankful my parents gave me a curfew because, like, I don't know how much even more trouble I would have gotten in right. if I didn't 100%. have that or whatever.
1: I would say that I probably had more strict parents than the norm than most people. And in high school and what just growing up, it was hard for me to, like, take in because I was like, all my friends get to go to the movies or all my yeah. friends yeah. get to go to this person's house and hang out or have a big slumber party and things like that. And I wasn't allowed to do that. And I would get so upset or so mad. And every time my dad would just say, like, I just want the best for you. I just want the best Mm -hmm. for you. And I was always just like, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, like, now growing up, I'm like, thank you so much for being like that. Because now looking at those friends that I wanted to hang out with so bad, like, I didn't want to be looked at like that Mm -hmm. in my life. You know, like, I didn't want to be portrayed as um, the girl who always went out Mm -hmm. and did this with boys or that partied with these people or anything like that, even though I wouldn't. Because me, as a person, I was like, no, I don't do that stuff. And they would respect that. But the fact that I was still hanging around them all the time. And it was, was, I guess, like a father instinct or a parent instinct of just like, I don't really, I'm not... That crazy about those people, so I don't really want you hanging around them. Yeah, and I'd be like, they're fine, you know, like you and make you don't them. understand. Yeah, you don't even know them, you yeah. know. But when really it's like, no, you had this thing that was right, yeah. and in the yeah. long run, thanks for doing that.
3: Yeah. yeah, I think perspective is a powerful thing, right? Oh, right. For sure. Like in the moment, we don't know, and it's us reflecting back. And I think, like Robert's saying, once you have kids, it's like really hits you because it's like. My gosh. You're
1: like, was I like that? Yeah, yeah. Right. and just reading you know, just reading Scripture, it
3: talks about, like, the Lord disciplines us, right? right? Yeah. And it's like, it's, it talks about, like, your earthly father will discipline you because he cares about you. And your heavenly father disciplines us as believers because he cares. Mm-hmm. If the Lord didn't discipline us, it means he, didn't, he wouldn't care about us. Your yeah. parents discipline, your parents set rules because ultimately they care about you. And it's a model of what our heavenly father does is he disciplines us because... We all need it sitting around this table. None of us are perfect, and we, we constantly need the discipline. And, and, the, and when the Lord is disciplining us, none of us like it to this day. I can't stand it, but it's reflecting back on It's like, I don't ever want to go through that again, <laughs> yeah. but I'm thankful I did because it made me into the person I am today. Yeah, you know? yeah for sure. We could all go around and tell stories about, it. yeah, this really was a hard season or this was really right. difficult. Don't want to go through that again, but, man, this is what I learned about God. This is how I grew in my faith, right. all that kind of stuff. yeah. yeah. Do you guys um do you guys think
0: God sees like do you think God sees blood? So, do you what? think uh, that's a weird question, but like do you think he sees like our relationships like we should have a better relationship with our blood family than we do with somebody else? Like how do you guys think God would mm-hmm. view like question. our relationships with other people? That's a good question. Because we societally we like to stack it, right? Like sure. you mm-hmm. should your kids, your immediate family your distant relatives, maybe your friends. Yeah. Like, there's like a, there's like a tearing of family there. Yeah. Um, but I feel like God doesn't necessarily see that.
2: I think there's times in Scripture where we see there should be a priority of your family, though, where it's like, hey, husbands, you should be willing mm. to sacrifice your own life for the sake of your wife. Right. Yeah, and you know, um, even like kids being told, hey, you should like. Honor your father and mother. And like there's unique commands, I think, and guidelines that are given for blood family. And then there's like the general like, hey, you should love your neighbor as yourself. You should be kind. You should be patient. You should be compassionate. And that's not just to your blood family. That's to all people in general. So I think that God recognizes blood family and unique family units like a husband and wife and kids that there are... Like, to me, it should be your... That should be, like, priority. Like... Right. I can't... I don't have kids, so I don't know what it's like to love a child. But I, I feel like the priority... If, y- if you can have, like, a healthy marriage, for example, then that leads to being a healthy parent, which leads to a healthy family unit, which leads ultimately to, like, a healthy or society in general. Absolutely. So, like, if... Like, Carl loves his two kids, but he's called first to love his wife. to yep. love Laura. Right. Yeah. So... I think that that's like different i know that that's still not technically blood but i feel like it might as well be because you're alive. married yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah i even like i was reading in the first second timothy and he talks about widows and orphans and the, the the idea behind taking care of widows and orphans is first they go see if they have family that will take care of them right. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so there's this idea that we are supposed to and then when they don't have family the church comes behind and then supports as the yeah. church family but it, it says in scripture, like, see first if they have family that will take care of them. And so there's this idea that there's a blood connection, just like you talked about I mean, all the way back in the book of Genesis. It talks about honoring your father and mother and the two becoming one flesh with Adam and Eve. And so there's this family bond. Um, but I really like what Matt hit on because I feel like I, when you're younger... I think you want to find family anywhere outside of your blood family, mm. right? Yeah. That's, you want to find in your friends, you want to find it anywhere outside of your blood family. Yeah. Because I think it's convenient because if someone that's not blood family annoys you, you just get rid of them yeah. right. and, and, and not, you know.
1: And sometimes it's really easy to make that cut off. Yes, yeah. Yeah. we've all been there, <laughs> yeah. right? Where sure.
3: either we've cut somebody out or they've cut us out mm-hmm. and it can happen quick and you can go from one moment your family, right. talk, you're sharing, and then the next moment, you're not talking. And yeah. and I feel like we like that because we can kind of control. control. Yep. And similar to what you were talking about, Rob. We can control, right? Like, yep. oh, if you do me wrong, well, then you're done, mm-hmm. right? But blood family, no matter what we do, <laughs> they're always going to be there. We may never want to talk to them, but we're always going to have the same last name. We're always going to have that connection right. that cannot go away. Yeah. And so I think sometimes the challenge is, is to work out the conflict and not ignore the conflict we have in our blood family yeah. because as a society we ignore conflict a lot and we just move on yeah but don't ignore if you're having a beef with your parents or your siblings or your cousin or whoever or your grandparents like i challenge you to work that out work through that because you have got plenty of time right now right. because they're not going anywhere and i believe as all of us can say eventually you'll have perspective and you'll really come to cherish yeah. your blood family yes you'll always have family outside of that, but you really do come to cherish the the family, the blood family that you do have. I think the
1: beautiful thing about God, too, is that, like, he specifically chose you to be brother and sister or Mm -hmm. a single Mm -hmm. child with these parents. Like, and even if sometimes they suck or sometimes they're not doing a great job or you're unhappy, like, there's a reason, you know, that you are there in that family. And so try to find that silver lining or, like, just – make a more of an effort to be like, okay, why am I supposed to love you? Like, yeah. <laughs> why am I supposed to love you so much? Cause you, I make, you're yeah. making me so mad, but at the same time, deep down, I you're really my brother, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so, um, I think mm-hmm. it's just beautiful how like the Lord says like, no, this is like your family that you're always going to have to have yep. and you will always be with and that you're always going to have to lean on whether you like it or not. And yeah. then these other people who, yes, they can be family, but, you're gonna want to have some control in
0: that. Yeah. So. I've learned. Um, if you guys don't know him, his name is Brian Burleson, family man himself. He has like 12
3: kids. He's 11? Is it
0: 11 kids? 11. I think it's 11. 11 They're, kids. Put it
3: this way: their family alone is breaking the 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 stay at home rule. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> because, yeah. Because <they>, there's <laughs> there's some of them have to go. 13 live in tents of them, yeah. In their yard, in their house. Um, Love you,
0: Brian. No, no but seriously, he's uh, uh, I he's. Um, he talked to me one time because I told him, I was like, man, like, I'm struggling getting along with Judah. Like, it's, mm-hmm. like, almost seems like we went, we're, like, go through a season every once in a while where he's just not listening or he doesn't care. Or like, first time your kid says, I love you, special, or I love you, dad. First time he says, oh, I don't like you. Don't talk <laughs> to me. Won't hug you. You're, you're like, like why am I being <laughs> offended by a three-year-old right now? Like, yeah. how are you getting to me like this? Um, and Brian said, like, there's days, like you have to be intentional about loving people. Mm. And I Cheers. think that is so, like, so important um, to have that intentionality um, because if you don't, like, and it's a bad day, like, I, it's one thing for a three-year-old to show me, like, tell me he doesn't like me. But can you imagine, like, me telling Judah, like, I don't like you. Yeah, Yeah. Right? That's different. So, like, even in the moment, like, I'm annoyed with him, and maybe I don't like him right now because he won't listen, but I have to be able to be intentional about showing him what love is. Truth. Right? Right? Um, and I think it goes the same way for all of you with parents that are strict or maybe parents listening to this podcast who have kids that don't listen to you. <laughs> right? Because yeah. that's a real thing. Yeah. Um, but the truth is, is, like even though you may not like each other in the moment especially when you've been cooped up till April 30th right we're still still on the clock <laughs> um you have to be intentional about loving one another that's the truth yeah. but yeah,
1: sure. i think also like god has to do that with us too, right? Like yeah. we all mess up all the time. Whenever he's like, "I gave you two paths, and one was right and one was wrong, and <laughs> you took the wrong one." <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a again. Little frustrating. Yeah, again. again. And he can get he can get frustrated with us, which is yeah. what kind of what you were going off of like he how he disciplines us. But yet he still chooses to love us through that. Yep, yes. And he still is saying like you are my son and you are my daughter and nothing's yep. going to change that, you know. And it's just it's comforting yeah. to know that.
3: And I would uh, encourage who's ever listening, parents, students, um, the best way to be the best parent you can be, the best student you can be, is just spend more time with Jesus. Right. I mean, if yeah. you want to be a better parent, spend time in the Word of God because it's there. It, it, Everything that we need to do as parents is there. It tells you what to do. Now, Do we, is it easy to follow? No. Is it hard? Yes, but it's there. Mm. And the more you spend time in His Word, the more it just will naturally come out of you. And I am far from perfect as a parent or as a husband, but I try to every day spend time with Jesus. And I try to say, I'm going to spend time with Jesus, and then after that, I don't know how I'm going to do, but I'm going to spend time with the one that is perfect first and pray that I'm going to be a better person, a better dad, a better husband, a better pastor, a better leader than I was yesterday. And I'm going to try to get better every single day. And if you do that, you'll see the effects and it really does work and there's no there's nothing more powerful than spending time with the Lord on a daily basis nothing more powerful Yeah.
2: No. yeah for sure and I think right now we have like we've probably been saying for weeks now is you you don't have anything else to do right now that's right. prioritizing your time so it takes intentionality to love someone and to love your, your mom your dad your brother your sister it also takes intentionality to spend time with the Lord, yeah. to love the Lord your God with our hearts, all mind, and strength. And what better time now than to establish that kind of rhythm of, hey, I'm going to consistently spend time with God when we've got things like daily devotionals, mm. content here from us on YouTube, uh, you know, those reading, kinds of things, reading plans. We've got mm. all sorts of things right now all the time in the world uh, to, to kind of do this. And so... We we can get get going now, and I yeah. know we've been yeah. cooped up yeah. for weeks, are going yeah. stir crazy, but now's the time to do it. Yeah. Absolutely. I th-
1: yeah. I saw this meme that was like, uh, really beautiful, because I was talking to my friend about how, um, how she has she has a few kids, and so <laughs> she was saying like, I'm really trying to make the best of this, but sometimes it's really hard, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I love my kids so much, but this can also be like, mm-hmm. there's moments where you're mm-hmm. like oh my gosh, how long has it been, <laughs> you know, and I saw this are it meme or just like something that somebody wrote out that was actually really pretty, that it was like a college kid from 2030, and he was like, I learned about the, the pandemic from 2020, and coronavirus, and like everything that happened, like, well, do you remember what it was like, mom, like, how was it, and the mom was saying, um, oh, it was terrible, thousands of people died, And we couldn't leave our homes. Everything was closed. People were losing jobs. Like, just things that we're, like, going through right now. And then she was like, do you remember it? Because her kid was young then. It's 10 years before. And he's like, yeah, I remember that um, mom and dad were home. We got to play outside every day. Mm -hmm. We got to sit down and watch our pastor on the laptop and have church together in our home. And we got to do all these things. And it was a great, like, and it was a really fun piece of childhood for me and I don't remember it it being like really bad and it was just like put into perspective in my mind of like oh my gosh like how are you making this you know like how are you gonna come out of this and how are you gonna remember it and how are you affecting like others around you like are are you gonna scare Judah about this or are you gonna say like hey like we're just living our normal lives and we're just gonna have to get through it and I'm just gonna love you a little bit extra right now you know and I think it's like we kind of talked about this in our last podcast with um, Christian and Matt, that how we're like, how are you going to come out of this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, or whenever you come out of this pandemic, are we going to go back to normal life and not really talk to everybody and, mm-hmm. or just be on social media still? Or like, how are we going to, or at home, mom and dad go back to work, we we'll are go back to school, sports start up, and we're not really talking to each other and having, right. fa- and having family time anymore. Or are we going to now set apart a night where we can have game night? And or, how- set like time to hang out with each other now
0: and how good is it to grow during this time for when things go back to normal how much easier like think about that intentionality we were talking about like you're intentional now when it's hard and you're under pressure and you're stuck and you're bored and you're frustrated to when you're not to when it's peaceful again to when people are making money again people are working again people are back in school things like that and it's so much easier to be intentional because there's less time that you have to be intentional about it and so if you start it now and take this opportunity that um, may seem bad but could bring a lot of good um, I think your future in this would be set up so much better
3: just think of the times too that the Lord has shown up in your life it probably has almost always been in a season of difficulty yeah right? well like, that's
1: where you notice him more right
3: right and so like <laughs> when we when i feel like when i have felt the lord the most in my life it started with the situation that i did not want to be in mm-hmm. like if i was god i would not have chose myself to go through this but it's in those seasons where i feel like we if we are intentional like y'all were saying we can sense the presence of god and grow in our relationship with god more than any other time and what's crazy is that all of us are going through the same difficult situation at the same time, which is yeah. like globally yeah, right yeah. like I don't know if this is ever happened where everybody is going through at least in America at least and, and Europe and all that going through the same hard situation, and mm-hmm. so just like you were saying, Rob is how are you going to use this time? Are you just going to go numb and watch Netflix all day every day and and, yeah. and just like try to just waste the time away, or are you going to be intentional about using that time uh, to see a lot of fruit from it in the future,
0: mm-hmm. yeah.
3: For
1: sure. Well, guys, thank you so much for sitting with us. Yeah, thank you. We've been talking for a while. Do y'all have any final words for anybody, either about family or
2: whatever? Yeah, quick challenge, I guess, I think I have for students is, even just piggybacking off of what Carl just said, when things are hard, it exposes, like, what's real in your life. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whether your faith is real, your love is real, your forgiveness is real, your grace, mercy, all those things are, like, more real when things are hard. And so I would just challenge students to just be intentional to go hug your mom, mm. yeah. go go and hang out and talk to your dad. Yeah. Uh, be patient with your siblings. Yeah. Take the mm-hmm. trash out. Do some unprompted tasks yeah. that uh, you know normally you don't want to do, uh, but maybe this time you can do them without being asked. Yeah. So if you see the sink full of dishes, just wash the dishes. Yeah. You know it takes five minutes. Put on a put on a song and do it like. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think that this is a good opportunity to be serving our families well, and Mm -hmm. it is an opportunity that we don't want to waste. Right.
0: For real. All right, thanks, guys. Well, thanks, guys. Absolutely. Thanks for having us.
2: Appreciate
1: it.
0: Hey, guys, what a great conversation with Carl and Matt
1: yeah if you enjoyed it be sure to like and subscribe to this channel but also leave comments down below we want to hear your thoughts we want to know what you um think about some stuff that was said but also if you have any suggestions on any topics or anything that you want us to do specifically um let us know we want to hear from you
0: and be sure to go on spotify and apple podcast to check us out there if you are on the go if you're out of quarantine or something um be careful Yeah. If you go to the grocery store, there's probably still no toilet paper, but sure.
1: (laughs) But uh, we hope you enjoyed our conversation today, guys, and we'll talk to you later.
0: Bye.